Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Like, say I want to see what you're doing and who you're hanging with, and you're not posting about it on your story. I can just stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's weird. You do that? No, I don't do that. I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages and keep it between friends, and then use that money to buy something at a store with Apple Pay. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Maybe. Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Can we just talk about summer for a second? The sun shining, the beach calling, and oh, the style. Macy's is your ultimate summer style destination, whether you're jet setting or just chilling in your backyard. I'm all about easy breezy outfits and Macy's has it all from flowy summer dresses to those must have espadrilles and Levi's skirts. Macy's has them. Oh, and those Dolce Vita sandals. Let me tell you, they're a game changer for all day comfort and style. Don't even get me started on matching sets. We all know I live in matching sets all year long. So I've got my eye on some super chic sets at Macy's. So whether you're prepping for a vacation or a staycation, head over to Macy's.com slash own your style and let Macy's hook you up with everything you need for the perfect summer vibe. That's Macy's.com slash own your style. Don't miss out. Own your summer style with Macy's. Let's make this summer one to remember. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rapp, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. Scrub-a-dub-dub. It's early today. It's an early day for me, folks. Yeah, this is true. (laughs) It's 9 a.m. It's just another day for me. Y'all have been here since what, like four? Yeah, close to it. (laughs) That's right in the middle of my sleep. Uh, Yeah, it's definitely in the middle of a REM cycle, that's for sure. (laughs) That's Speaking from experience. That tracks. Oh, she's back, Right back at it. By the way, did you see the woman on Facebook who made bracelets? Scrubbing in bracelets, and one of them says that tracks. Oh, I love that. Oh, it's cute. Yeah, it I want cute. one of those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they were really on it. Yeah. That's Fresh. only a week old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love I'll our scrubbers. Here, but yeah, one is that that tracks. One says um, living. Oh, good one. <laughs> one says scrubbing in. I'm a Becca. I'm a Tanya. Red star, modern woman, and modern woman energy. Cute. Thank you I love that. Hillary Mon. I know. Shout least, out I Hillary. get surprised at how, like, um, quick scrubbers listen to the episodes like i was just with a scrubber yesterday ashley and she was ta- talking to me she was listening to the devon episode and she was like oh i just feel like it takes me to church and i'm like oh yeah that one just aired i love that there's on it are you because you you're a podcast listener do you just yes. like kind of search random you don't like listen week weekly? by week no 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 i yeah. don't i, I don't. don't listen to podcasts so Oh. I mean, I, I will listen to some, but like it'll be when I'm looking for a podcast on a specific topic. So I'll like search the topic. And so I don't really look at the date or when it came out because it's not that's relevant. not relevant to what I'm looking interesting, for. Interesting. Yeah. Like I listened to Brene Brown mm-hmm. on uh, one of her podcasts and it was from like 
I think 2021 or something. And she was talking about like, oh yeah, it was my first, she said something about like my first in-person event since the pandemic. And I was like, when the heck was this recorded? (laughs) Yeah, I would have not liked that. You wouldn't? Oh, interesting. Yeah. I like to be as current as possible. But it's all current pop culture moments. I know, I know. It's more for the mind. Okay. (laughs) Good to know. Yeah. Um, What a week. I was going to say big week. We should start up. By congratulating your girlfriend on her New York Times best-selling author. Yeah, she, um, so that morning, it was, I think, Wednesday, she was supposed to find out. So she woke up that morning and Googled, like, the list. And it was the list from the week before. So she was like, oh, she was like, I didn't get it. And I was like, oh, it's okay. But in my mind, I was like, that doesn't feel right. But I'm going to be supportive, you know? (laughs) So I was like, it's okay. I was like, it doesn't, I was literally thinking of Devon saying, and like y'all having the conversation of like, it doesn't change that the book is amazing or like the quality yeah. of the book. And so, uh, that's the same Robbie spiel he gave to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then she was like in the middle of a meeting and her, uh, I guess book agent called and told her like while she was in the meeting and she, they told her she got number one New York times bestseller. And, um, so it was a very, like, it was a roller coaster, roller coaster. of a day. Um, so I'm so happy for her. And, you know, I really just as the girlfriend, I really appreciated you coming to the signing. That was so kind and thoughtful. And I, I didn't even send a text and like invite. I just because I was like, I don't know. Haley posted on her Instagram. So I was like, if they see it, they see it. <laughs> no, we tried. We were going to like bring the kids and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because we saw it. And I was like, I thought so. Robbie sent it to me, Haley's Instagram. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we need to go. And I was like, yeah, we need to go. And then we were like, kind of like logistically figuring out what we were doing that night with the kids and stuff. And he's like, we can't go, but you definitely need to go. And I was like, yeah, of course I'm going. Aww. But I didn't tell you that I was going. No, you just showed up. Just showed up. What What are we good for if we're not here to support each other? That's so true. The Brene Brown podcast I was listening to was talking about how t- t- trust and relationships, like friendships and everything. And it was saying like, trust is who you uh, like what is the term she used like who you put your like where you put your marbles in and her daughter was like yeah like her daughter was in like third grade and she came home crying because she had told her friends something in confidence and then they she got into the class and they all started laughing at her so she had like was experienced betrayal and she goes well Brene was like do you have any friends that you feel like you trust that you could give your marbles to and she said she had a friend who always saved a seat for her at the lunch table. And then she said at a soccer game, um, she said, Brene said she was thinking she was going to be like, and then she passed me and I scored the winning goal. And she was like, but at the soccer game, um, my friend saw my grandparents and said, oh, there's your grandparents. And she named them by name. And she said, oh, so-and-so and so-and-so are here. Grandma and grandpa, whatever. Uh-huh. And Brene was like, that's it. <laughs> that was how she earned a marvel and she was like well it meant a lot to me that she knew that was important to me and that she remembered their names Mm -hmm. and I was like oh my gosh it's so true like the small acts of like showing up and like recognizing small things is what leads to relationships being deep and having that trust yeah so yeah I think you showing up continuously (laughs) well I feel the same way about you like I really really do like I'm like I know and like what's interesting in adult relationships and I think because we've also never been friends when we've been in serious committed relationships, like dynamics change. And, you know, like I used to come over to your apartment every single day and I wouldn't leave you alone. (laughs) And 
the dynamic is different now, you know, like yeah. we both have very serious relationships. Mine has two kids involved and there's mm-hmm. like a lot going on in our lives, but I never want to lose that part of our friendship where we are always there for each other when we not only you didn't need me to be there, but mm-hmm. like it was important for me to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a big milestone for your girlfriend. And mm-hmm. so like, of course, I'm going to be there, you know, and I think that's really, really important as we get older and we just get busier and busier. Like I still, you're, you are that person for me. Like mm-hmm. I know no matter what, if I need you on like a Tuesday at four for something, like I know you will, you would be there for mm-hmm. me, you know, like, and, and there's never, we never hold anything against each other. And I don't know, it's just like a really, it's a beautiful thing. I know. I'm happy you have my marbles. I'm happy you have my marbles too. <laughs> Speaking of marbles, oh. um, on, on Saturday, uh, so we wanted to have a barbecue on Saturday and cause like it's summer, you know? And so Robbie's like, let's like, you know, text some of our friends and have, and then it was like dark and, yes. and gray and cold out. And so June bloom is unique. I think to Southern California, maybe I'm wrong, but I think it is just something we deal with here. Yeah. But we didn't last year. Because it usually FYI. burns off in the morning. Right. Usually like, yeah. it's cloudy in the morning, noon. till noon, sunny the rest of the day. Yeah. yeah. And then it kind of rolls back in at seven or eight at night when the sun goes down. And this weekend, like, I was wearing a parka. Like, it was, like, <laughs> legitimately cold. <laughs> You're in a parka vest, like, 90% of the year, regardless of the weather. So our big barbecue plans ended up with just Becca coming over. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thoroughly enjoyed. Well, she invites me, it, I think that day, right? That morning yeah. or that day. Yeah. And we had big plans, big plans. I was just like chilling in bed because it was like gloomy. I watched A Man Called Aldo, which we can get to later. Oh, I read that book. I heard the book's amazing. But um, I was like sobbing in bed and Tanya's like, hey, we're going to do a little barbecue tonight. Do you want to come over? And I was like, thank God I have plans because I'm in a dark <laughs> headspace now. So I was like, and I was at Haley's because she was... um. Haley went to DC this weekend. So I was just, I just stayed at her place and I um, didn't have any of my stuff there. Cause when she went on tour, I kind of took all my things because she was mm-hmm. going to be gone for two months. So I just took everything back to my place. And so I was like trying to put an outfit together and all I had were like boots. And I was like, well, it's a barbecue. So I'm sure everyone will be cute. And Tanya said like, Oh, we're gross. But like, I didn't know what that meant. You know, Tanya's gross ranges. It's a range. <laughs> so I get there, she opens the door, and she's in, like, just a sweat set, her hair's wet, like, freshly showered, Robbie's in a sweat set, and I'm the only one there. <laughs> and I'm, like, in jeans, I'm, like, not cute, I wasn't you know, dressed up cute. by you any means. makeup on, like, Becca came in yeah. looking fabulous, and I was like, I told you we were gross. I'm, like, and am I the only one coming? And she's, like, yeah. It's, <laughs> like, I feel like there are some details left out here, because I could have happily showed up in sweats. So, um... But they cooked me the most delicious dinner and it was so fun. It's yeah. such a nice time. I will say that's something that I really love about Robbie. He loves grilling for people. Like he <laughs> like nothing makes him happier than buying like a juicy steak and like grilling it for people and cutting it and like the, he there's so much joy in that for him. Like yeah. I don't know what it is, but he loves it. And it's he's, so good. I'm like, I'm I love it too. He's a grill master. He's a grill master. I can't remember what was said. Oh, there was like a whole fish. And I was like, I don't really know how to like cut in or, or get this. And, and Tanya goes, don't worry, daddy will do it. Oh and I was God. like, holy hell, I am in torment. <laughs> I like to say things to make Becca cringe. Yeah. And I knew that yeah. one was really going to get her. It caught me off guard. I wasn't ready for it. And I... 
I didn't like it. But daddy took care of it, did dad, he not? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I like dad because like him grilling and stuff. I'm like, there's mom and dad taking yeah. care of me. Yeah. Um, but during our after our dinner, um, I don't know. We naturally got on the conversation of using the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, because we're sharing a bathroom. Oh, so, okay, for Dean and Kaylin's wedding, me, Tanya, Haley, and Robbie are in a cabin with one bathroom. One toilet. <laughs> and the whole thing was, like, there's uh, cabins where they're getting married. It's closer to the venue, so everyone's going to kind of be in that section. Or we could stay in Aspen and... Shuttle. And shuttle. And so um, I was like, oh, a cabin sounds fun. And Kaylin's like, well, there's one bathroom, but, you know... It's up to you. And I'm like, we'll make it work. So we were talking about it. And Robbie's like, no, no, no. Like, what? There's one bathroom? And Tanya's like, oh, yeah, it's going to screw him up. Yeah, it's going to really mess him up. So then. Why him more than anyone else? He likes. He's like. He's a, a meander. He meanders in the bathroom. It's his like thing. He can go in there for 45 minutes and just like. It's I think he just like time. scrolls yeah. and just like chills. Me, I go in the bathroom and I just do my thing and I get out. Like it's, I'm in and out. But you have digestive issues. So maybe you should meander some more. But I'm saying that's how we got into this topic. Right, right. So then Tanya starts saying that she, since she doesn't have a squatty potty at Robbie, at their uh, place, she says she puts her feet up on the toilet seat. (laughs) Like, because it helps. It helps the, like, the the poop. Like, it's like a squatty potty. So when your legs are elevated, it helps push things through. So because I don't have the squatty potty, I do this. Yeah, please. Well, that's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> so I said like that. Is and that like, comfortable? No. No. It's not uncomfortable. I, mean, I, I don't it, know if I can do it, but I'm going to try it. Yeah. So you put your feet on the very edge of the toilet. Exactly like that. Something about picturing y'all naked on the toilet is... <laughs> yeah, I feel like it would come out... Towards the front. It doesn't. Let me tell it you, comes, it goes doesn't. Down. It goes down. Everything goes where it's supposed to go. And it helps me helps me go to the bathroom. If you're wearing jeans and doing this, you have to like take them I completely. I take them off. Oh. But I usually don't. That's a good I usually question, don't. That's a good yeah. question. You just go full throttle Winnie the Pooh when you have jeans on. Yeah. Just like but, everything's But on. what I'm saying is like, I don't, like when I'm at work, I'm not going poop in the work bathroom. Like I usually go to the if bathroom in the morning. you're that in a public yeah. place, <laughs> that's jail time. This is only in the comfort of my own home. Okay. So I'm sure there's science behind this. I don't doubt that there's some science there here. There is. You should Google it. So Robbie's like, there's no way you do this. Like, I don't even get what you're saying. So we go into the bathroom and she does a tutorial and he freaks out. He's like, this is not happening. <laughs> Can I play the audio of him saying it? It's oh, so yeah. funny. <laughs> he like freaks out because he's like, this is not a thing. <laughs> and you know what I say? You should never shame anybody for how they use the restroom because some of you us. You always say that. Like, yeah. But also, where's the leaning forward? Yeah, you're right. I don't. This is so- not. <laughs> he got really upset yeah um so that was uh but i just want to say anybody listening and you feel like you get a more full release yes more of it is excruciated or excruciated <laughs> or whatever the word is excruciated yes yes it sounds excruciating so i just want to let anybody know that's listening however you need to use the restroom if you have digestive issues 
you do you. Don't let society tell you that you need to sit there with your legs down or whatever. You do you, baby boo. Yeah, you do you. And and you keep it to yourself, whatever you're doing. Yeah, you don't bring it up at a dinner party because let me tell you, it did not end well for me that night. Don't bring just... it up at the three-person barbecue. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you just get a stool or a squatty potty? That's what he, he said. He goes, why don't we just get a yeah, squatty potty? Right. Because they're like an eyesore. Like I look at this whenever I had one, I would always hide it. When I was dating, I would always hide it before I went on my date. Like, I don't know. I, I'd argue that what you're doing is an eyesore more than the squatty potty. But he's potty. not in the bathroom with me while I'm doing it. He has it. been. No, but I don't do it when he's in there. And he's only been in there when I pee, not when I go in a right, That was an accident. That, was no, an accident. that wasn't a regular yeah. happening. No. Okay. I think, so. the squ- I think y'all are in a place where a squatty potty would be like, fine. And it's not just like an a turn off to me. Not it's not about turn off. It's just like I don't like it. Like I look at it and it's like Ugh. maybe they have some chic ones that you yeah, can research. Yeah, you know, my birthday's in a month. Maybe like an, a laser etched Tanya and Robbie. Oh my squatty gosh! Potty. What yeah. if I got like sweet. a um, monogrammed? I would murder you. Is- <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> writing that down in my notes. Yeah, put it down your notes page. Um, uh, but speaking of what. Speaking, I'm trying to find a really cute transition here. Why but don't we take a break and you can Oh, it's such a good story. Okay, we'll be back. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. 
Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female-founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. He said, I love you, and then picked someone else. They haven't spoken in seven years. For the first time since their television breakup, they are reunited. Bachelor, Ben Higgins. Bachelorette, Jojo Fletcher. And Jordan Rogers. Together for the first time. And you get to hear it all. Join Ashley I and Ben Higgins along with Jojo Fletcher and Jordan Rogers on the Almost Famous Podcast, available now wherever you listen to podcasts. All right. We are back. You had you had a story before we took a break. I want to hear her transition from the squatty potty <laughs> to the story. That's what I'm most intrigued by. Because I know the story and it's a fantastic story. Speaking of, let's say the common denominator is Robbie. Okay, okay. Great. that works. <laughs> a different night than that night, the three-person barbecue. We were at a restaurant in Los Angeles. And I'm going to say the restaurant because I don't think she'll get in trouble, right? Mm, just maybe not. Yeah, just a high-end, like, okay. yeah. Okay. But there like, are many people there that do her job, aren't there? Yeah. All right, whatever. It's a cute, it's cute. It's like a really cute, chic restaurant in L.A. I... We know the owner. We mm-hmm. love him. Great, great guy. Um, but I was there and I was with Robbie and then two other friends, like a couple friends. So there were six of us total and all of us, you know, in relationships. Right. So we're sitting at a table and this woman walks over who was like performing there. There's like burlesque dancers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's like done up in this whole costume and she's so cute and so attractive. And she walks up to our table and she slides this note to Robbie. And I'm looking at this girl like, (laughs) you've got some nerve. You know, this guy's got his hand in my lap. He's clearly with somebody. But, you know, respect. He's hot. I get it. Right. So then the whole table is like, oh, Robbie's got it. Like, oh, someone's slipping him a note, giving him his number. Like, you know, everybody's like all excited about this note. I didn't say anything. I kept my opinion to myself. He opens. It's not easy for you to do. I'm sure on your face you could see. I'm sure on my face you oh, could see. Oh, yeah. I'm sure and everyone knew. Robbie was planning up, right? Like, check me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, whoa, it's been a while since I got one of these. You know? Like, uh. <laughs> and so he opens up, the, um, opens up the letter and starts reading it to the table. Hi, Tanya. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, this is so freaking good. (laughs) My name is blank. Her name is not blank, but I'm just not saying her name. Yeah. (laughs) And I am a scrub sister. So happy I got to see you here. I'm not normally this moody because she had to be, you know, for her, for her work. Um, I'm 50% Tanya, 50% Becca, but I have almost an identical story to Becca. I am a Christian who has been with a woman for eight years. Anyways, just wanted to say a quick uh, hello. A quick hello, since I'm not supposed to. I don't initiate talking. She's not supposed to initiate talking. Yeah. So love you guys. Um, you guys are adorable, by the way. Have a great night. Love a day one scrubber. 
The P.S. High Red Star. <laughs> I felt so good about this. Oh my God, I would have been on a high. I was on a high. It's perfect that she throws Robbie a little bone at the end. Yeah, yeah. That's like, great. hey, I loved it so much. So I want to, she knows I know because I, I then I found her on Instagram when we were DMing. So she knows I saw her and I, we tried to see each other and I want to go back and I want to meet you and take pictures and do all the stuff. But it was, you made my night. You have no idea. <laughs> Scrub sisters are everywhere and they are doing the Lord's work because that was <laughs> such a funny moment of the night. And I really thoroughly enjoyed it. That is so funny. Isn't that funny? Yeah. We yeah. should go back and have um, a night, a dinner night. there. We should. And maybe I'll see yeah. when next time she's working yeah, and we yeah, can like both fun. meet her. Yeah. yeah, I would love that. Yeah. That's so good. So good. So <laughs> it's just so I just know like knowing Robbie, it's so funny thinking about like him being Whoa, like, oh, yeah. Whoa, what's this? Like, oh, you jealous? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then just the high Tanya. I was like, oh yes. Praise the Lord. I think I would have like elevated out of my seat. Yeah, it yeah. was it was a pretty high high. It was a pretty high high. Like I've never done drugs, but I imagine that's where it would take me. Her handwriting is very similar to your handwriting, by the way. Yeah, it is. To mine? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Look at us, sisters. <laughs> separated at birth. <laughs> Speaking of sisters. Oh. Did you watch the Vanderpump Rules you were reunion? You the queen of transitions today, let me yeah. just say. Wait, speaking of sisters, have, did you watch the Vanderpump Rules? <laughs> Who's reunion. sisters? They're like sisters. <laughs> oh. Ariana and Raquel. They were. Yeah. Not anymore. Right. But it felt like a good transition. I didn't watch it. Did you? You didn't? I don't. Like, I don't either. I haven't watched a single episode, but there's so much hubbub and like commotion over this scandal that I felt like I wanted to watch the to reunion. Be, yeah. I... I you know what? I can't understand that this man had two women fighting over him. Oh, because he's so like gross. He gives me the biggest ick. ick. Like I can't even I, I can't watch it and take it seriously because I'm like, this can't be real. These girls are like, what is happening? Yeah. You know, I, here's the thing. And I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this because <laughs> people are like hate this Raquel girl. And I... I don't like this Raquel girl. Like, I think what she did was awful and mm -hmm. horrible and despicable and atrocious. Okay. I totally <laughs> stand by everything that everybody says. But yeah. the level of hate and nastiness and just horribleness that is coming at her to me is just so problematic. Like, I'm like, this girl is going to be severely mentally messed up from this. And I'm not like, it's not, she doesn't. Um, deserve anything. Nobody deserves to be treated like that. You know, mm -hmm. like she did a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Let karma get her. Like she's gonna, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like then this, she's with this Tom guy. He's just gonna cheat on her too. You know what I mean? Like she will get what's coming to her just by living her life. But I feel like the amount of hate and the amount of negativity and harsh and mean words that she's getting is like so problematic. You know what they say. What do they say? The light that illuminates also, also burns. burns. Mm. Devon, Franklin. Devon Franklin. That was a good one, Becca. I mean, it's so, this is such a perfect example of like, you go on a reality show your whole life. You're, you're having this fame, the lights, the excitement, and then everything is exposed. And the same thing that you were so excited about is the thing that burns you. Burns. And she's, yeah. She's burning. She's burning. 
And like, I, like I'm all team Ariana. Yes, I want her to yeah, like live her they're best all, life. They're all people. It's like they're all human beings. Yeah, I just feel like the level that sh- it's just yeah. it's like I think she's going to be severely messed up. Social media has given a platform where there is zero uh like room for empathy or compassion for people anymore like even i i see some things sometimes that are like so devastating and i'll read the comments i'm like we have literally like almost numbed our brain to what we're being exposed to to the point where we forget that there are these are like actual people and like and this is the crazy thing so i've never watched an episode so i didn't know this but apparently half the people sitting on that stage have cheated on their partner with people sitting in that room. Like literally there was like people there that have cheated on there. And I'm like, and they're bashing her and they're just like going crazy on her. And I'm like, and and she was saying, she's like, you guys did this to me two years ago. Like, uh-huh. what do you, and, and they're like, but we weren't like sisters. And I'm like, okay, so that makes it worse. Like I get, yes, it makes it worse mm-hmm. that there's level of friendship, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, who are you? You were like a cheating partner two years ago now you're just shaking the finger at somebody else it's just like it's yeah. so wrong to me i know i know is it over yeah that was the last reunion that aired like last week okay but it's not over it's like everything on my feed is like where do they stand now and <laughs> you know i just feel like if if there wasn't so much attention around it there wouldn't be like if there weren't continuous reunions and rehashing of everything then well, yeah, I mean Bravo's milking this. Yeah, for that's sure. what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot. I mean, there it could have been like we had a full discussion about it. It got filmed. We did a reunion, and it's over. But it's like really gone on for a long time. Yeah. So I hope she. I hope everyone goes and takes a nice vacation. I hope that Ariana finds someone who she's dating somebody. Oh, she is. Is mm-hmm. she happy? Like, is she? Is it I like think it's her boyfriend? Oh, great. Yeah, seems happy. Great. I hope everyone can move on and i wish if anybody listening is a scrub sister and know like i'm so curious of the like how much these people get paid you know like how much do these people get paid an episode i think they're doing well you don't think i don't really yeah i think that they don't make that much money off of the show i think they make a lot um, of like endorsement deals and things outside yeah. of it. But like just the contract being on the show. Yeah, I don't think so. Cause I'm like, how much is it worth to blow up your life like this? You know what I mean? Like, well, for some people it's every, like some people are like, I'll do whatever. Just give me the fame. Give me the, you know, right. The Hollywood reporter reported in 2020 that the core cast of Vanderpump rules makes around 25,000 an episode. That's they were making about ten thousand an episode before renegotiating in seventeen and eighteen. Hmm. Well, it's not a bad chunk of change. <laughs> yeah. How many episodes do they do though? No, can you Google that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do the math. So twenty five thousand. Yeah, they do. Uh, oh, nineteen episodes for season ten times nineteen. That's almost half a million dollars. Okay. Well, that's all right. After taxes, and like that's that's twenty five. Just like a base, that's not including all of the endorsement and Instagram yeah. and all that stuff. So, so. I stand corrected. Um, that was a false, <laughs> false assumption. Tony thought they were getting like two thousand an episode, yeah, just yeah. trying to make it, yeah. struggling. <laughs> like I was just like, what is it worth to be on this show? That's like blowing up your life in such a way, you know? Like, well, I don't know that the show blows up your. I mean, 
the actions blew up their life. Of it just course, happened of course, to be of course. documented yeah. on a massive show. Ariana did an ad for like Duracell battery. Yes. Okay. I watched it and I was like, there's a bunch of jokes here that I'm not getting. Same. Like, I, it was a baffling. I felt like I was in an alternate, <laughs> like a multiverse thing. Cause she's like, don't settle for anything less than premium. And then she winks at the camera and then she's got like a bunch of batteries and then she goes into her room with toilet paper. And I'm like, oh man, this is probably so funny. If you like watch the show, I have no idea what this, I don't even know if this is a commercial for batteries. Like, is it toilet paper? Is it batteries? There's, yeah. there's some vibrator thing in the mix at some point. Oh, wow. I, I had know. the same exact feelings okay. watching it going, I might understand this if I was an avid viewer of the show, yeah. but I'm not. I felt the same. Fever dream. I went to the comments to see if it, and everyone's like, oh my God, this I is know, perfect. So, give someone Duracell a raise. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> yeah, I'm missing the joke. <laughs> so lost. I know. I need to like, I need to figure out, maybe get updated. Brittany Escoto is like obsessed so she I've can give me a rundown the last, I'm sure. like i watched the last three episodes of this last season and then the reunion oh wow that's some good work tanya thank you yeah i wanted Dude, to be you're a top-notch journalist I over to there know what's going on <laughs> well speaking of more wholesome television the summer i turned pretty season two trailer came out and yes, there is a cinematic version of august that I am dying for. I need I need it. I need it for the summer. Once the sun comes out again here, I need it on Spotify. Yeah. It gave me chills. Are you nervous for season two? No. You're just fine. It's fine. I'm really excited. Okay. Why are you nervous? When I like a first season that much... And there's all that hype around it. Like, I don't know. I always get nervous about the second season. Well, if they're all based on the whole books. first season was like, who's she going to pick? What's she going to pick? You know, and then it, like at the end, you kind of figure out who she's going to pick. So then I'm like, is it going to be as exciting? I think the whole thing is that the whole book series, you don't know. I think it it's conflict of no. like who she's going to choose. I have not read the books. So. I haven't either. But I've what I've gathered is that it's not like, oh, she chose him and that's that's it. We'll see. I'm nervous. <laughs> anyway, I'm very excited. So last night, oh. I was laying in bed. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I was like, what should I put on the television? And I was thinking about how Tanya had told me there was a new season of Love Island UK. And there was only a few episodes. And I was thinking, part of the reason... Only one! There was only one. There's five. No, they're not out. They say upcoming Oh, mm -hmm. there's only one? Two now. Oh. But they go every day. Okay, so that really stresses me out. Oh, yeah. The That's amount of episodes, like, I tried to watch a season. I think I got to, like, episode 10, and I was like, I just can't. Watch 25 so more of these? This is not oh. sustainable. <laughs> so I, was I will like, say there is a lull. There's, like, a lull between, like, episode, like, after Casa More, there's a little bit of a lull, and then like then the end is good too. So there's like a good five or six, seven episodes that like are kind of like the whole season. Oh my gosh! But you just burn through them. You put them on. You brush your teeth. You like have some fun in the bedroom. Like do whatever you want. You just like have it in the background. Okay, with Love Island, you can that those voices that host voice while messing around would be my nightmare. So, okay, so I wasn't. It didn't. Do anything for me. Yeah, oh good. my god. Yeah, so we can stop talking about it now. I think. But so everyone, is thank like, you, Mark. Just no, because you don't watch it doesn't mean no. there's a large, <laughs> large fan base for Love Island. No, UK. like people were messaging me like, finally, like I'm so excited. Here's the thing. It's it's painful to watch forced conversation for me. 
And the fact that they got coupled up by the public really yeah. like I don't like that me. twist. It didn't used to be like that. They used to do it differently where like the the girls would be there and they would step forward if they yeah. wanted and then yeah. they would the, they would choose, you know. I don't like the pairing up by the public aspect. I don't know why they did that. It's new. But the other versions cringe too because when someone doesn't get picked at the end, that like feels like childhood trauma coming back. Yeah, um, but they all deal with it so well. That's what's so fascinating to me is these <laughs> UKers are so much more mature and like I don't know, they're just so, no sweat. You know, like it's like it is what it is. You know, like we're good. I have a f- bad feeling. I can't tell if Molly and Mitchell are going to be like in game, right? Because they, it feels too fast. The connection feels... There was one couple last season that was like that. But then they had a little bit of a situation in the middle. And then yeah. they came back to each other. Oh, okay. And you're going to find out in just 53 short episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Maybe I check in like every 10th episode. <laughs> every third. Oh, that, feels, that still feels like a lot. Because no, you'll miss a lot. They recouple every like few days. I know. So that's what I'm saying. If I just kind of like keep up like every seven to 10, then I'm like, oh, by the end, no, I'll know everyone enough that you gotta just stick with it. Just stick with this season. Just stick Who with it. Who do you me. like this season? Well, it's only two episodes. So I'm not really like. It's only 0.3% of the season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not really. I do like Molly and Mitchell a lot. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know his name. Ta- uh, I don't know his name, but he has the tattoo. He's as. Um, Tyreek? Tyreek. Uh-huh. He has the tattoo, the lightning bolt behind his uh-huh. ear. Because that's the ear he can hear out of. Did you get that part? Uh-uh. He's deaf in one ear, and uh-huh. then one ear he can hear. So he has like a lightning bolt behind it because that's like his power, oh. his superpower ear. Yeah, I really like Wait, him. Wait, he's the one that had met the girl before he yes. forgot. Yeah. Yeah. So I like him. Um, <clears throat> and then that's pretty much it right now. All right. Those three. Well, I'm giving it my but best shot. But there's new people. Bombshells coming in every day. Bombshells kills me. <laughs> it, it's the whole thing. It's so Cheesy. corny yeah, that yeah. I'm just like in my bed, like tense. Like I have yeah. to remind myself to relax. Yeah. So I did. I did give it a chance, and I will. I will continue so that we can maybe have conversations. But just that's where I stand right now. I appreciate it. I'm enjoying the season. I'm not like. L- I've only watched two episodes, so give me like a week and then I can really assess. Okay, great. Did you watch the Ellen Pompeo and Katherine Heigl uh, interview? I started it and I didn't finish it. Okay, so I just saw like a ton. I, I don't even know. I feel like I watched the whole interview on, on TikTok, TikTok, but um, I wanted to avoid that. It was so fascinating because I feel like there's love and like respect for one another, but I didn't feel like, oh, they're going to... Hang like out outside. Yeah, there's, some, there's tension. some tension. But it was like such an honest conversation and I it it felt like healing or something to see them together. Yeah. Even though it felt there was Tense. tension, I was like there's a there's a I genuinely feel like there's a level of respect for one another of like of that goes deep, you know. To be a fly on the wall, oh my those gosh. first five seasons, like I really wish somebody could just write a tell all and let us know actually like what went down. I those would first give five, I would give anything. I'd give my left. No, no, I really would. <laughs> you gotta choose something. Go something like left on you has to be given. <laughs> my left sleeve of this sweatshirt. Oh, wow. smart. That yeah. was good. Yeah. I thought it was interesting because they were talking about, uh, 
I can't remember if uh, Catherine or Meredith was saying that Ellen. they were like, <laughs> her name's Ellen oh, yeah. Pompeo. But Catherine fine. and I can't remember who said it, but someone said their daughter was like, oh, she's such a pick me girl. I can't remember if they're talking about <laughs> Izzy or Meredith. And Mer- and Ellen was like, I am the original pick me girl for the, you know, and she did the pick me, yeah. choose me, love me. And she, I guess, fought to, she didn't like that scene and she fought to have it removed. She was like, I did not want to do it. I fought them on it. And she was like, I had no idea it would be this like iconic, iconic. scene from the whole show. Wow. But I thought that was so interesting. Yeah. It's so good. I can't believe that she. If that didn't exist, I don't know who I would be today. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I'm not kidding. But I liked that Katherine Heigl addressed like how the rumors of that she was difficult on set and stuff. And yeah. it was it was just a very honest and and Ellen had her back. She was like, when a woman isn't confident and in charge of like who she is and what she wants to do, she's deemed like difficult and a bitch. And it's just such a double standard. And it's true. It is true. They, they said that there's a lot of stories about politicians. Female politicians are always getting stories. About, oh, she's awful to her staff. But you never hear those about male politicians. Yeah. I don't think it's because all males are great. No. I think it's because they're kind of expected to be jerks. Yeah. And I think that's wrong. Yeah. Did you know that uh, Ellen Pompeo is filming a limited series for Hulu this fall? No. It's going to be like our first time we see her outside of Scrubs. But she'll still be Meredith Grey, right? Yeah, she's going to be. Yeah, she'll be back for, uh, I guess, when the 20th season begins. But anyways, I want to watch it in full because I was like just so sucked in by the uh, clips. I love that series that that variety does the actors on actors i love that they do that they always pair up the most interesting people they always have the most unique conversations i just think it's really cool variety if any scrubbers work for you good on you good on you yeah it's always very thoughtful yeah yeah i really enjoy it too and beautifully shot it's just like a great piece of work (laughs) agreed Yeah. yeah Um, I think we should take a break and come back with emails. Oh, fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like 
playing charades. Or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more, like at-home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit, or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Hey guys, it's Rosalind Sanchez. And I'm Eric Winter, and together we host the He Said, Ella Dijo podcast. Yes, after 18 years together, 15 married, we still disagree about a lot of things, but we do it with mucho amor. Right, Eric? Yes, dear. Whatever you say. I mean, sometimes you can be a, a dream popper. Okay, here we go again. But I love the way we can be open and honest with each other. Yeah, maybe a little too much. Listen to He Said Ella Dijo as a part of My Cultura Network on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right. Before we get to emails, yeah, a lot of questions about your double date with Chriselle and G Flip. Well, we didn't, it wasn't like a double date, really. We, I was saying that, I was saying that we should have a double date because we were all at um, LA Pride together because G Flip performed earlier in the day and then Haley came out with Fletcher. And so we were all there together and it was so fun. And like right when they started dating, we went and had a dinner together and I just love both of them. And I feel like that we're, our relationship kind of our relationship dynamic kind of mirrors each other in the sense that like Chriselle and I are, have both been on reality TV and then G Flip and Haley are both like artists and like very like serious and driven and focused on their work. So there's like this similar dynamic between the four, like all of us. Um, but they're awesome. It was so fun. I told you, I really want Chriselle on the podcast and yeah, I, what's, what's <laughs> stopping her? I think, I think that Does she hate me. No, I'm scared of her. Why? Because remember, I like did a trending report on on her um, on air with Ryan Seacrest, and she like reposted it and was like, <gasps> "This is not true." She like rebutted it. Yeah, and I was like, I-, "I know, I didn't say it was true. It was just a quote that came from this guy's mouth." Yeah, she didn't mention she hates you, so I don't think okay. so. Yeah, but- she's more rebutting what he said than what you were saying. Yeah, but it felt I've never had I've never experienced that <laughs> before, and it was a level of. Um, of uncomfortableness that I never want to feel again. Um, but I was just telling her, I was like, it's, we, we have experienced such a similar story and like, it's However, a very, in, let's say I know, I doors open. I told her, her. I told her. I told her. she's on... a busy gal. She's 
She's filming Selling Sunset. She's well, acting. Her. I'm <laughs> sure she has a studio in her house. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was really fun. LA Pride was crazy. It was like a mini Coachella. Yeah, LA Pride's got budget. Yeah, they had some budget. It yeah. was like Megan the Stallion. Mariah the next Carey. Night was Mariah Carey. It was, I was not expecting that, so that was really fun. Yeah. Um, Shall we get into emails? This is from, actually, they're, they're all anonymous these days. I, I have found people have stopped <laughs> giving us the names, and that's fine. First one says, I'm having a hard time currently. January, my fiance went off his antidepressants to see if he would feel okay. It's been months now, but he has not improved. He's doing a form of treatment soon, which I'm hopeful will help. The reason I'm emailing is because I made a trip to my parents' house recently because we're getting married in September and needed to get some things done. My dad stepped in and says he thinks we should postpone the wedding. It feels very hurtful. I was looking for support in this situation. Depression is a part of him, and I know that's what I've signed up for. My fiance has been excited about our wedding, and I would never want to take that away from him. How do I get past this with my family? I feel judged, and I don't feel comfortable around them now. I've always been super close with them, so this is hard. Your podcast is a light in my life weekly, so thank you for doing what you do. Mm -hmm, It's nice. I'm sorry that you're navigating this. I think that sometimes our, especially our parents don't maybe sometimes understand like mental health. Like I feel like that's a conversation around our generation a lot more and like younger generations. Like we're like talking about it a lot more. I think that our parents, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that I think that sometimes with like our partners, we know our partners better than our parents will ever know our partners. So you've made this choice. You know that he struggles with depression and he's doing his best and you're doing your best to show up for him. And you know that that might be a something that you're navigating for the entirety of your relationship. And your parents are just wanting to protect you and, and make sure that you're not getting into a situation that's going to make life harder for you is what I feel like is happening. And that doesn't mean that they're right. It just means that they're you're like their baby girl and they're like, we don't want to see something bad happen to you. And if this is a struggle, we don't want to see you struggle. And I think it's just as not as easy, but it's having a conversation of like you are going to make the decisions for your life and you know what you're signing up for with this and you're there to support him and you want to move forward with the wedding and know that they're not doing it from a place of wanting to hurt your feelings or not have you feel supported, but they're just, they're just wanting you to be protected. That's what I feel. I think you like hit the nail on the head with this. I think that parents just want their kids' lives to be as easy Mm -hmm. as humanly possible. And it's not necessarily it's not how life works. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not how life is. But I think that is the lens at which they view everything in. And so in their eyes, this is something that's going to be really hard for you to deal with. But it's life. And that is something that you, you love this man. And this is something that he struggles with. And this is something that you've chosen to take on. And you are choosing to take on. And mm-hmm. that is, uh, you know, like you are doing it. Mm-hmm. And you are capable and and you will do it. I think parents just see it as black and white, honestly. I remember when I first started dating Robbie, my mom kind of was like, it was like our second date, but she was like, oh, he had like about the the fact that he had kids. Like Mm -hmm. she was like, that's going to be hard for you. Mm -hmm. And she's right. You know, like she, it is, it's something that's not, it's not like I'm just dating somebody willy nilly. It Mm -hmm. is like an obstacle, but that is something that I chose to do. I signed up for. And, you know, like, I think it's like, you have to just take your parents, um, 
you have to listen to what they say, Mm -hmm. but try not to take it to heart because they just want what's easiest for you. And you just kind of, in a weird way, you kind of just have to brush it off and just keep living your life. Don't let it come between you and your parents. They're your parents and they love you, you know? So just keep your relationship with them. Try not to take it to heart. I know it sounds really hard, but know that it's coming from a place of love um, Mm -hmm. and just keep going. Next one, anonymous. I'm looking for some advice on how to navigate my relationship. My boyfriend and I have been together a little over seven months. He's divorced. He has three kids. Their mom only has visitation for a few hours on Sunday, and it's supervised. That's interesting. Anyway, he has met most of my family and friends, but he doesn't feel comfortable having me meet his kids until we've been together for one year. I 100% respect his decision and only want to meet them when he feels it's right. But I'm having trouble because I feel like I've welcomed him into my world. His kids are his world, so it's hard to feel validated when I don't know the biggest piece of his heart. I am 33, he is 37. Tanya? Yeah, take it away, Tanya. Quite nicely <laughs> together, yeah. Um... I totally, when I say I can relate to how you're feeling, I can 100% relate to how you're feeling. I felt this exact same way. Um, Robbie was very protective. He did not want his kids to, quite frankly, he didn't want them to meet anybody until that woman was going to be in their lives forever. And so that's a lot of pressure when you're newly dating somebody, you know, because uh, you want to, that you're right. The, the your, their kids are their world. And so it's like hard to feel that you're fully in somebody's world when you haven't met something that is so, so important to them. But I think in hindsight, looking back, that time was really hard for me. Um, but in a weird way, it was nice to have that separation for as long as we did, because once you do meet the kids and you get involved, it's full on, you know, there's no like, middle really Mm -hmm. with it you know like there's your once you meet the kids it's full on and it's a it's a beautiful experience but it's a totally different experience and your relationship is going to change the Mm -hmm. dynamic changes and so I would just say to try and live in this moment where you just have him and it's just the two of you um because we did that I don't I didn't meet them for close to a year like nine months ten months until I like first met them Mm -hmm. so um try and live in this moment as much as you can and like cherish this phase of your relationship because you will meet them eventually and it's going to be beautiful, but it's going to change the dynamic of your relationship. I can't relate to the feeling of it all, but I have so much respect for Robbie because I think that, and I think it's people choose whatever they're comfortable with and how to introduce kids, but he was so protective of his kids and and making sure that he wasn't just like introducing people that were going to be in and out of their lives. And he was so, uh, he stood so firm in that. And I knew it was so hard for you, but I now looking back. And it was hard for him too. Yeah, 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 of course. Because I'm sure he, he was like, I would love for that. Who wouldn't want their kids to meet you? Yeah. Like, and seriously. he would like say that. He's like, I, I I, envision us all being together and having breakfast and watching, you know, like when yeah. he was doing stuff with them, he's like, I dream of the day where we're all doing this together, you know? Yeah. But I, I just really respect that he, he did it on his time. And I think it's really respectful because I think it probably would have been easier to have you there to like help and entertain, sure. right? Like to go on trips and have you an extra hand set, set of hands. Yeah. yeah. I think about all, all the time when we're doing stuff together and like one of them wants to do something and the other one wants to like mm-hmm. go get a sandwich, you know, and like I can divide yeah. and conquer. And I think about that all the time. Like how much easier it would have been if yeah. he would have just been like, whatever, yeah. it'll be easier just to have someone there. So I really, I think it's really respectful to hear these stories about people waiting because I think it just shows their level of, you know, wanting to make sure that you're the right person and also 
what's right for their kids. So yeah. He just didn't want a revolving door. And yeah. that might be what's, what's going on with your boyfriend right now, too. Yeah, it's so. been seven months. So you're almost two years. Yeah, you're almost there. <laughs> like, and it was, I remember after three months, I was like, okay, when am I meeting the kids? Like, <laughs> well, I was ready. Like, yeah. I was like, six weeks? Yeah. So when are we doing dinner? Well, yeah. And I think when you fall in love with someone, you're like, I want to be involved in every part of your life. I want you to be in every part of mine. And I think for you, it was like Robbie was involved in every aspect of your life. And I wasn't And you weren't. I remember that. And you can feel like it does. It does feel isolating, you know, like they would FaceTime and I I couldn't really, I I felt like I was invisible, you know, because you're not there. So it does. Like I understand completely what you're going through and it's hard, but it, you know what they say? It doesn't challenge. If it doesn't doesn't challenge challenge you, it doesn't doesn't change you. you. And we can all do hard things. Oh, Glennon Doyle. That's right. Well, bringing it back to my GD. <laughs> that was quick. Um, I think that's it for today, you guys. That's it. I don't think we we don't have a Thursday episode. Nope. So really soak this one in. Yeah. Maybe replay it again on Thursday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> give us a give us a replay. Yeah. On Thursday. And uh, we love you so much. See you next week. Have a great week. Love bye. you. Bye. <laughs>Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.